Today is February 9th, 2021. We are here with another installment of the Positivity Wall. We are at volume seven, seven of 20. Wow. Look at, we are rolling. We are rolling and rolling. You know, (laughs) far be it that had a little employment situation just for a bit that kind of threw me off my schedule. Normally, I was working on the plan of bringing this content to you on Mondays, and I will get back to that schedule next week unless a job comes to me. So I I promise you that. (laughs) I really like doing it on Monday. I like recording it on Monday, and I like, you know, publishing it on Monday. It just feels good. It's the start of the week. Get your mind right. You know what I mean? And so I apologize that it's on a Tuesday. It just, um, I'm trying to think what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I had my son took him to school. I had to get his haircut yesterday. And normally I would just send the money to his mother. Um, oh, by the way, you are, we, we're hearing your first segment of thinking out loud. I did not take you into that. You just know if you've been listening to the positivity wall, first segment, thinking out loud, here are my random thoughts. I'm going to take you through it. Um, so yesterday was about, I really got to spend more time with him. And when I'm with my son, I, I cherish that time. I take it and I value it. And I and the biggest thing I would tell anybody is when you have the time with loved ones, friends, family, because for me, uh, I grew up in a family that was a bit chaotic. So um, I valued friends like family and I value friendships like family as well. Enjoy it. Be in it. Be in the now. Like I said, you know, I think last episode or a few episodes ago, let go of the past. Stop looking to the future. Be in the now. Because if you're not, then you are missing so much beauty, so much greatness. Um, But part of what I wanted to talk about in this open, because it just fits. um, I'm going to be honest with you again. I'm going to be transparent. I was not going to record today. I was going to record tomorrow. I didn't feel... um, and feeling is a part of it, people. Um, I didn't feel like I was inspired enough to give you this episode the right way. And I've had a friend, I've been having a conversation with a friend on Snapchat the last hour, and he inspired me to do, to have it because um, one of my friends, um, you know, he, he worked with me in retail, he's worked in retail for years, and now he owns his own business. And he's really doing really great. He's coming to his own. I'm I'm so I'm so proud that he's allowed me to see this journey. It's such a beautiful journey. But I'm so proud of him because he's went through a lot to be where he's at. Um, you know, a married man, hardworking man, father. Um, he's an amazing person to me, and he's went through so many trials and tribulations. He's had his name spit on, mud thrown on, just disenfranchised. And we've all been there when people have put us down and said that we couldn't do it. And I used to always tell them, just keep pushing because you'll do it. And the coolest thing about being a friend, this is how you should be as a friend. You should be rooting your friends on. You should be cheering them on. And at times we don't talk the way we probably should because we're both similar. We're both kind of (laughs) loners and creatively and just energy wise. I really do cherish my space. I do cherish um, recharging in my own space. So I'm not the best friend about reaching out sometimes um, just because I assume that if somebody needed me, that they would reach out to me. And that's one of the worst things about me as, as someone's friend and I am working on. He really is a good person and he he will check on me. And I just, I pray that I get better about that because I tend to make people who are close to me as friends not know how to be my friend. Um, but we were kind of talking about the setup for this episode and, and 
one of the things that me and him always would talk about is, is, you know, you got to know your audience and you got to know people believe in you. And, and one of the things that he is, he's a good cheerleader as well. He always would cheer me on. He would always believe in me. Um, so we tend to share nuggets of knowledge and he was just checking on me, just checking on my, my employment situation. And just, it was, it was nice. It was very nice to have a, um, a conversation with him today. Um, here lately, we've been having some conversation. I know the last one I had was around New Year's, and I felt as a friend, I'm going to give you this, I felt as a friend I wasn't good enough. I felt like I I didn't know if he needed me, but I know he's he works like 12, 18-hour days for his business. And I have this thing where, and, and that's why we're doing the positivity wall. I have to go back to it because I, I at times for some of the people who are my friends, I feel like checking on them or looking out for them or, you know, calling them. It's not the right time. I just feel like I'm doing the wrong thing. And and particularly with this gentleman, I feel is that I'm always in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm either not checking on him when he needs me or I am checking on him and, you know, it's not necessary. And so over the last year, I just really stopped messing with friends. I went through a lot in the pandemic as far as just trying to figure everything out and, and working through work from home. And that's no excuse. I just, I, I, I'm just honest. Like a lot of the friends that were in my circle, um, I tend last year, I think I really flushed my circle and it wasn't cause I was mad at anyone. I just needed to recharge. It was a lot of stuff that was going on. A lot of things that I had to push through and, um, you don't forget your friends. You just want them to know that you love them, that you're proud of them, and that you hope that they understand your uniqueness or your special problems. <laughs> so um, for him, um, Mr. James Burnett, I, I dedicate this episode to him because what I'm going to talk about is some of the battles that I've dealt with, that he's dealt with. And I think it's very special because I'm very blessed to have people in my life who care about me, who I can pick up the phone and talk to them a year later, and they still love me, and they don't judge me. And I don't judge him. I don't judge people for that reason. We're all going through a battle and a journey. And so I think that we should love one another more and hate less. So, yeah, here we go. All right. So, uh Positivity Wall, Volume 7. And, you know, as I said in the open, you know, my friend, I dedicate this episode to my friend um, because the conversations we're having today were so refreshing that it took me from, I don't feel like I have the energy to create. I've I've written and I've constructed this episode, but I don't don't know if I can create it today. I want to make sure that I, when I create an episode, my headspace is right. And I'm, I'm enthusiastic about creating the episode because I'm taking you through you know, these affirmations that are really, they mean something to me. And so I can't do it halfway. (laughs) I'm an all or nothing type of guy. And so, like I said, it was so refreshing to have these conversations with him today and really just be in a state to remind myself, okay, this is a person who loves you just as you love them. I think the biggest secret in my life is um, 
I've always been this person who's had to be very shielded with my heart and be very careful because people have taken my kindness and stomped on my heart as weakness. And so because of that, <laughs> I tend to not say things at the right time. Um, it's always out of sorts, always out of placement. And so at times with friends, I'm a phone call away, just missed, or I'm, and what it ends up doing is it, it makes me feel so bad because I feel like people think that I don't love them and they don't understand how much I love them. And so I spent a lot more time explaining myself because my timing with people is horrible. <laughs> um, just because I've always had to protect my heart because I spent a lot of time when I was young having it stepped on. My timing is off. And um, so it's good to talk to him because I like hearing his story. I, I follow him and watch his journey as a small business owner. And I think he's amazing. And I think everything he's come from and everything he's going to just amazes me. So I'll give you your affirmation for today. Positivity wall seven. Here we go. Smile. You are amazing. Keep fighting on tough days. Someone is watching that you can't see cheering you on each day. Say it for you again. Smile. You're amazing. Keep fighting on tough days. Someone is watching that you can't see cheering you on each day. I think this is fitting for the conversation. And it was, it was, it just, life just has a funny way of that timing. It just all comes together. Things come together when you least expect it. And it's because when you really think um, you could be going through it, you could be battling, you could be like, man, I'm just not feeling what you said. Okay. You told me last week, Jam that I needed to smile <laughs> big and bright. Even when I lose, I can't be crushed. Only I can crush me. Yeah. And now this week you're telling me, keep smiling because you're amazing. Keep fighting on the tough days because someone is watching that you can't see cheering you on each day. When I speak about this subject, me and James, we work together. Um, it's been about, I would say about nine years now. And when I worked in my last employer, he was a store manager and I got to work with him again, but it was a different relationship. When we worked the first time together, we were coworkers in this second capacity. You know, I was a liaison helping him in his business. Um, I've always, since I got to know him and got to know his work ethic, I always loved his work ethic because it was similar to mine. It was a person who was spit on, who was told they weren't enough who was told that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, that you can't contend here and you don't belong here. So literally people were throwing dirt on you and burying you alive. And he had this spirit like I did to where that wasn't good enough. You can't tell me that I don't belong here, that I don't have the right to exist in this space. And I loved it about him. <laughs> to this day, I do. It's that drive that excites me when someone tells me that I can't do it. Now, we spoke about this in the last episode about the bold flame. The difference in now, and I, I even see it in him, and he won't, he probably won't say it. James is another person who has the bold flame. And and I don't know how he he probably still uses it. I think his is is stronger than mine. Like I said, I don't even have embers anymore. It's completely out. But it's this passion of someone underestimates me. And that excites me even more. Like, I love a challenge. I love 
to, to try new things. But when someone underestimates me, it gets my blood going even more. <laughs> and so um, as I take you line through line, smile. You're amazing. We, we go back to um, the first. You're going to see them. You're, you're amazing. Smile. I want you to smile because you're amazing to someone. You may not know who it is, but you are. Keep fighting on the tough days. Fight. Okay? If you make it to the end of this day, you go home, you see your family, or you're alone like I am tonight. If you're alone, know that if you listen to my voice, no matter where you are in the world, because I I pull my numbers and, hey, I see you, France. (laughs) I see you, Ireland. (laughs) Hey, even back here in the United States. You know, because um, I'm, I'm, I critique my episodes, so I'll go back and I'll listen to them initially. You know, I only listen to my episodes twice, so I'll listen to it once to 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 kind of critique myself, and then I'll listen to it again without a critique, just enjoying what it is. Because, like I told you, this is my audio journal. But I got I got to shout out California as well. <laughs> I did not think in the United States that hey, Cali is, is giving me love, but. That may come from some of my Instagram love. I'm not too sure. Um, I'm just fiddling and moving around. But if, if it is, if it's from who I think it is, I love it. If it's not, hey, California, uh, this this Florida boy loves you uh, for showing me love. And so I look at the analytics because I love analytics. But, uh, you know, someone is watching that you can't see. And that speaks to that. You know, when I started writing poetry, I did this when I was 16 years old, but I held it for the longest time. I've told about, I talked about this before being black and it was odd, even though rap is poetry, but I was not someone who had this hyper masculine talk. It was more emotional. It was, it was darker. It was things that people said I shouldn't be. And so for a long time, I ran from my truth Well, I'm in it now and I'm immersed in it. The hardest part for me in this creation until I would say last year was is that at first when I started creating, I went into it like how people want to go into healthcare or law enforcement. I'm going to change the world. I want to help people. (laughs) I want to save one life. So my thing was, if this pod, if one person listens to it all the way over in France, all the way over in Ireland, then it makes my heart feel good if someone resonates. But then it was hard because it's like engagement is everything. I don't need someone to tell me that I'm doing great or that they love the content. I want to know how, I I want to know what it does for you. Like, I want to know your story. So when I sit here in this room and I record an episode, I'm channeling my story, but I would love to hear yours as well. And I guess in this episode, what I would say is, is that, hey, if you probably don't use Anchor to talk through it because you're not, you know, on pods, I don't know, but um, I would tell you, hey, JDR Creatives on Instagram, look it up. DM me if you listen to this and and tell me what you feel. Tell me your story because I love people's story. There's a champion in everyone. Everyone has a champion in them. And so when I say someone is watching that you can't see, I've learned over the years through through testimonials from people that what I mean to them are like my presence on my toughest days where I felt like I was garbage and that I was nothing and I was useless to the world, I wasn't useful. And I felt like, you know what? The world doesn't need me. If I don't wake up tomorrow, who cares? It won't matter. It's like the universe would send that person to me 
and they would say, they would know, they would know exactly what to say. And it would go something like this. Hey, man, wanted to check on you, wanted to see, you know, you're that person who always gives positivity. You don't look positive right now. Or I haven't heard from you lately. I haven't seen your face. And um, this is this is something James would say to me. And then I'm just, you know, hoping that you're doing good, hoping that everything's all right because, you know, you're a good person and you inspire me. Like, to hear a person tell you that, you inspire them. Like I'm looking at myself like, yo, (laughs) this man runs a business. How can I inspire you? But it's a very humbling moment. And it's a, it's a transference of love and also um, just humanity. When a person can tell you, Hey, these words that you said and these words that you say on your snap or on your Instagram, when you're giving your positivity moments, you do it in a way that's inclusive and it makes me feel a part of it. And what I was going through in that day, that little three minutes that you spent saying that may not mean anything to you, but it meant so much to me. And so that's them cheering you on each day. And so when we talk about this, it's like the central focus here is how do you push through your adversity? We're all going through it. That's why I say I want to hear your stories because we're all going through something. Is it family? Is it work? It ain't work for me. <laughs> That's for sure. It ain't the job for me. Um, but, you know, some of the adversity I've, I've faced, uh, you know, having to take care of some things for my mother right now as, as she's getting better and, and going through rehabilitation, um, you know, as they're working her through physical therapy and having to take care of two households right now and make sure she has what she needs. Like that's it's very stressful while being a father and making sure that I'm doing what I need for my son while trying to be a friend, while trying to be a brother, while trying to be a son. Every one of you out there has a flow chart similar to mine. It may be longer. And, and what I'm trying to give you in these affirmations is how I have to center myself when I feel like the train is coming off the track. <laughs> and this was important because it it reminds me that I may be an ant where I sit, but my reach, the light that I can bring is so amplified. With all this technology we have out here, with all the abilities just to pick up a phone, you know, I've, I have spent a lot of time being more sheltered and not, you know, reaching out to people as I wanted to, just because I've, I've minimized myself. And that was kind of a conversation I was having with James is that I've minimized myself. And um, he was asking about some of the reps from the store that we know that we work together, that I was helping, that I was the liaison for. And, and I said, no, I haven't talked to any of them um, just because I wanted to remove myself from the situation. And the reason why I did is because they're going to bring somebody in to replace me as they revamp the position, which they did. (laughs) That's what happens. And I didn't want to be a detriment to them. It makes it really hard when you have to feel like you have to pick sides. And I'm not someone who believes in picking sides. I believe that there is enough love in all of us to love multiple people, to be um, in, in great, you know, correspondence with anyone. And so not everyone thinks like me. Everyone, you know, we we tend to think in this cause and effect, black and white, positive, negative type of way. So if I'm not rocking with jam, that means I'm rocking with this other person. How about you rock with both of us? And and so 
how are you pushing through your adversity? You can be as big as you want to be in this world. You can be as bright as you want to be. It's all on you. And um, (laughs) there is not an episode in this that talks about audacity, but it's been a word that's been on my mind a lot. I probably talked about it a few episodes ago, just in an opening thought. Um, But I think about one of my teammates who told me to keep creating. And and I've I wrote this vision board out for what I was gonna do creative wise this year when I got laid off. The day after I got laid off, I wrote up what I was gonna do. Bought the camera like I said I wanted to. I bought it, <laughs> did that, uh, knocked two things off my list that been on my list for five years. Proud of that. Uh, but at the same time, finished the poetry series that I wanted to do. Boom! I will finish the other one by the end of this year. That's for sure. And I made a promise to keep recording and keep posting poetry weekly. So it's a twofold because I can post the poetry and I'm doing this pod. They both serve that, that purpose. But the point um, to this is in a time where I can try to make myself as small as possible, I'm finding the light in me to make myself as big as possible because I am reminded that someone is cheering for me each day. And that alone reminds me that I'm not small. And so wherever you're listening to me, whatever platform or however you listen to me, I don't know your name, but hi, my name is Jemayef. Most people don't say my name right. (laughs) It's spelled J-A-M-Y-E-T-H. You know this handle is JDR Creatives. (laughs) Phonetically, Jemayef. Most people call me J-R Jam. I would love to know your story. But if I never know your story, I want you to understand in episode seven that wherever you are, I may not be the one watching you, but there is someone who watches you every day. When you take your walk to work or your drive to work, when you get out of your car, someone's watching you every day that you can't see. And if you are sad, they see that. They may not be coming to you and telling you that, but they see it. And they hope and they pray that you'll be okay because there's still good people in the world and they're cheering for you. If you're someone who uplifts and inspires, as I've been told that I do, they are looking to your actions for guidance sometimes. That's a tall, it's a scary thing. I mean, for me being told, man, you, you're the person who inspires me. That's scary. Oh my goodness. It scares me. <laughs> Because I'm like, wow, I mean, I have to be very thoughtful of my words. Well, I already know that I am. I don't waste words because I look at words just like I look at time. We don't have a lot of it. And when we're gone, we're gone. But I want you to remember that people are inspired by people, not corporations. (laughs) People are inspired by people. And so we have a responsibility to one another to keep uplifting each other. And um, I would be, I, I would, I wouldn't be doing my service to this episode if I didn't talk about something that's very important, which is, you know, jealousy, envy. So one of the key points I wrote down in this one is someone wants what you have, and you probably want what someone else has. That type of energy is dangerous. Run from it. <laughs> Now, if someone specifically wants like, man, you got a good job. How do I get that? Hey, try to help someone out. There's enough. There is enough money for all of us to make. 
Don't talk to the corporation. They don't want you to believe that. But I'm telling you, it can happen. You know, as someone who's had to learn about credit and learn about certain challenges, financial challenges, um, you know, I learned about those 10 years ago. Um, if someone gives you the knowledge, it only helps you get to a better position. So if, if a friend asks me, I'm, I'm going to share it with you. I don't want you to go through the pain that I went through. And I feel even more rewarded by giving you that information because it saves you from the heartache that I had to go through. But wanting what someone else has, don't. For me, my struggle here, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm authentic with y'all. I'm, I'm transparent. My struggle when I got divorced was, man, I, you know, it's like I didn't see all these couples around, and then as soon as my ring comes off, it's like, man, all I see is couples. It's a crazy thing that how that happens. It's the same way. It's like when I was married, I had women who would try to talk to me. I took that ring off, and now I don't have anyone. <laughs> Um, but that's another subject for another day. But the trick is, is all I wanted was to be somewhere with someone who loved me and I loved them. I wanted to have dinner with a beautiful woman and, and have her company and be there with her to, to go to the beach and listen to the, (laughs) the water crash against the sand as the sun sets. I know, I know. Sounds beautiful, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm living that life. Uh, I just do it alone. Um, And I had to take myself through a cycle where I had to remember to keep fighting on those tough days. That if that's what I wanted, you know, I have to allow that type of light in. When we feel small, we minimize ourselves, we withdraw from the light. As someone who is a darkness specialist, I am here to tell you, I'm good at minimizing and compartmentalizing, as we've talked about before. And when you compartmentalize, all you're doing is sifting through your darkness and putting it into the spots that work for you. When you minimize, all you're doing is pulling yourself away from the light and sending yourself into that darkness. And so um, when we talk about someone wants what you have and you want what someone else has had. Make your life what you want to have. I'm here to tell you. I grew up in my 20s wanting to have money and money and go places and do this and that. Now, I still want to travel because I love traveling. I'm a bad bitch when I talk about traveling. (laughs) But I went from wanting to go places and do things with my friends to I only want to do things with my son. Or I only want to do them with my son and my dad. And that's no knock to my friends. If I had an opportunity to go to a place with my friends, you probably get me once a year to do that. But every time that I had a chance to travel with my son, I want to take him places because I want to show him the world. I want to show him different things. I want to him to enjoy life. So when we when you ask, what is your why? When I think about what I'm doing here. And when people tell me about how I've inspired them or what I mean to them, I think about my son. I don't want my son to grow up feeling as I have felt for years, where I felt so small, where I where I have felt incomplete, where I felt like I needed to go buy this thing to make me feel good, to only to learn that two, 20 days later, I, I don't even use it. I don't even need it. It doesn't inspire me. It just made me feel good for that moment. 
because truly I was not looking at myself and tackling the problem, which was myself, which is that I didn't love myself enough. And I'm so much worth that. And so are you. And you need to know that. So don't want what someone else has. If someone, what, the way I look at people is I am inspired. Like when I look at my friend and I see his, he's married and he has his kids, I am inspired to go out there and try to find love again. I ha- And I, let me be honest with you, this might come up in another episode. It might not. I have not been inspired for love because I'm very cynical. But I've been working on my, I've been working on my, um, I've been working out. I've been meditating. I've been getting myself mentally and physically in the right space so that I can can walk out into the world and know that I am good enough for me. It starts with you. But there are people who will see you and want to be near you. You just can't minimize yourself. So when I think about my why, my why always centers back to Ryan James and my son of, of what he, he reminds me that I have to be better, not just for me, <clears throat> but I have another set of eyes I have another set of eyes, not just many people, but I have a set of eyes that is my greatest legacy. Like it's my like it's my son and his set of eyes are more important than anyone's. And that is a lot of pressure. (laughs) If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. That's a lot of pressure, but it's a challenge that I, I love. I love it so much. So. That's that's just the greatest thing about being a parent, but it's in that that I want to make sure that I'm doing right by him and I'm setting him up for success. He inspires me so that I can inspire you. Yeah. So we are calling to a close. Yay. <laughs> um on volume seven of the positivity wall. And and as I leave you, um, you know, I just want to, you know, I want to take a little bit of time and reiterate, you know, kind of like that last part about someone wants what you have and you want what someone else has. Um, if you have that mindset, find a way, you know, just take some time and meditate, take some time and, and self-reflect and find a way without it. There is nothing wrong with being inspired by people's success and going, you know, I want a version of that. I want to be my best self and I want to get there and I'm going to take these steps, but to only fixate on success, success is different by each person's account of it. And, you know, it's like beauty is the eye of the beholder. But as I, as I talked about, one of the things I talked about, about uh, the gentleman who is kind of helping me created a workout plan and uh, a diet plan for me, um, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say diet. It's more of a focused around, um, you know, making sure what I put into my body. It's not like, oh, you can't eat this. Just, you know, count your calories. Um, is is that one of the things I told him was, I will be fine if you give me 60 days. It's been about 20 days now. And they say it takes 21 days to to lock in a habit, you know. Um, because I am more focused on my behaviors than I am the results. If I'm doing the right behaviors, I'm going to tone up. I'm going to lose the weight that I want to lose. I'm going to get back into where I want to be. 
But if I am only focused on how I look and instead of how I feel, how it's making me sleep better, how I'm being accountable to myself, then I'm not going to actually get where I want to. I'm going to be fixated on the success. And so when I, as I leave you in this um, episode today, uh, success is important, but behaviors are as well. And so when you get down on yourself, when you feel like you're alone, when you feel like no one's watching, someone is watching, I promise you. Because as I stated in the open, I look at my analytics. So I can tell you that in the great state of the United States, California is my leading state. And I didn't, I didn't even click down into the city because I didn't want to. I can tell you that France is, is listening to your boy, Ireland. I, I got some plays. So um, it, it's looking at yourself and understanding the goals that you have for yourself, but then moving through them. And remember, doing this while you don't minimize yourself. Don't minimize. Okay. We've talked about giving people their flowers. Go get yours too. This episode really is, is, is an even street on that. It's about giving and getting. If you need your flowers, be willing to go get them and receive them. There is an, an episode coming up that I, I posted on my Instagram wall. I have to take it down and then put it into the episode. And it, it's compliments are gifts. Learn to accept them. That one's coming up. That's going to be a big episode for me. Very big struggle in my life. This is an episode that sets you up for that one because it's hard for me to take compliments. As I get older, I'm learning to accept them. But just remember, someone is watching you and they're rooting for you. They're cheering like hell every day. And that one day you come in sad, it changes their mood because for them, knowing that you're happy, knowing that you're okay, tells them that whatever crazy thing is going on in their life, they're going to be okay because you're okay. That is the responsibility of the light that we carry. So remember, I'm cheering for you, wherever you are, wherever you lay your head out tonight, wherever you're going, I'm cheering that you're amazing. I'm cheering for you to win. So, hey, it's the phrase that pays, you know, we got to get out of here. No matter where you are, no matter what you are doing, no matter what you're going through, I want you to remember that you are amazing, you are beautiful, and you are loved. Yeah.